Benvinda and Benvinda <laughs> the podcast. How、uh, congratulations! Thanks, thanks for joining. Thank you, thank you for inviting me. Absolutely, and and it's 2021. You know, finally done with this crazy year. You know, we're starting fresh. Hopefully, this is gonna be. You know, a lot better, a lot better. I don't know.、Uh, what's what's your thoughts around? <laughs> yeah, like、uh, I'm betting on the vaccine, and、uh, that everyone will will try to get until mid、uh, year, and then we'll we'll start to have a bit of a normality again, hopefully. Right. I mean, like it would probably still be some sort of new normal, I guess. But you yeah, know, you can't you can't be. Anything similar to what we've been experiencing in 2020? No, please. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but thanks thanks for joining, Bianca. It's a it's a pleasure having you here. And I mean, like as you know, diving into sort of like the world of HR, I, I think a lot of you guys that are tuning in, listening here,、uh, watching, or wherever you might see this, is that I think it's a really great episode. We're gonna dive into like what tips you know HRs in sports are actually. Having for you guys, like what the stuff they're looking at, you know, what are some of the key tips, and this is going to really help you. And and if you like to hear more stuff like this, you know, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like the video, you know, follow us on whatever it is. And and on the plus side too, we also have some available jobs from Extreme at our platform. Just make sure to check that out at SportingGlobal.com or download the iOS and Android app. So you know, we're starting the year. In a good note, you know, great opportunities and and some great content. So, Bianca, we we're just gonna dive right into it, and I'm kind of curious of like your journey into like HR and like what was it about like sort of like HR working with that in sports that you're like, okay, this is something that I wanna wanna be part of. Yeah, so I, I think、uh, I say that HR chose me. I didn't choose HR properly.、Right. When you're graduating and you don't know、uh, what to do, when you're looking for an internship, so I was like trying to go here and there, and then I found this job on HR. It was not in the sports industry at this yeah. time,、yeah. um, and then I began my career in HR. And once I was there, of course, I enjoyed, and then right, and then continued, and、uh, <laughs> now I'm like、uh, almost. Twenty years working with HR. <laughs> wow, so you, you've been、uh, you've been you've been really finding your journey in HR. But but like, what, what's something special like from a sports standpoint that you're like, okay, yeah, this is I want to of course like do HR. Like I enjoy that, but why why sort of like the sports angle on it? Because I think that's yeah interesting. Yeah, so that was a a big change in my life.、Um, yeah, I was questioning. A lot about my career and what I should do, and once I had one interview in the sports industry, I fell in love immediately.、Yeah. And、right. uh, the funny thing is that I was not super into sports before,、hmm. uh, but what caught my attention was how passionate people that work in this industry are.、Right. So. Talking with people in the like, actually, people that were interviewing me、yeah. uh, were explaining me about the job, and they, in that case, it was the sport events, and you know, you can see their eyes shining <laughs> and and、yeah. all this passion, and I never saw that in any other industry. So、right. that's for me. Okay, 
that's the place I want to be. <laughs> that's the kind of uh, work I want to do for the rest of my life, I would say. I mean, like, it, it just confirmed the, the statement that, uh, you know, Mark Cuban also had, like, and which I always say, too, is, like, sports is one of the few industries that impacts so many people, like, emotionally and all this <laughs> stuff. And, I mean, like, it's good, like, when you're coming from the outside and just, like, you see the passion, you know, and like why you want to be part of sports and like why it's so passionate. And, and I think it separates from a, from a lot of other industries. So it's kind of like cool getting, getting that from someone who's like started from the outside and coming in and you're like, I can feel that, you know? So that's, that's, that's yeah. great. That's great. Uh, so, so just talk a little bit about like, sort of like your journey before extreme, like how, how did that opportunity come up for you? Yeah, sure. So as I said, I was looking for, like a new path in my career. And then I had an interview. I'm from Rio, Brazil. And I was there in my city when the Olympics and Paralympic Games were going to happen. Uh, And that was end of 2013. The Games were in 2016. And uh, then I had this interview that changed my life. And of course, I joined Rio 2016 <laughs> Olympic How and can Paralympic you not? Games. How can you not? <laughs> it's impossible. Yeah, no, it's impossible. Right. So I can say that was like the job of my life. Yeah. Um, had three amazing, hardworking, super hardworking, but three amazing years. Um, I was very, you have to be passionate. It's something that or you either right. love or you hate yeah. because you breathe sports and you breathe your job. Um, <laughs> For sure. So after those three years, I was sure that I, I wanted to, to continue in this career. Mm. And, and then, of course, when you work with major sport events, you have to look for the next event right. that can be in another place, in another country. So that was my case. Then I went to Turkmenistan, to Ashgabat, Mm. to work in uh, the Asian Indoor and Martial, Asian Indoor and Martial Art Games, uh, 2017. Yeah. Um, And uh, I I normally say that after your second uh, sport experience, then a new world opens up a bit to you because um, it's really hard for example if you work in Olympic Games uh, at the end of the games we had around 5,000 people working as uh, as staff and it's super hard to pick up which ones of those 5,000 are really good and will go to other events but then once you go to your second one you imagine like it goes like this a lot of people it looks like a funnel totally And then, okay, you go to your second. After your second, then you start kind of choosing the events you want, ideally. Um, (laughs) So after Turkmenistan, I went to Abu Dhabi to work for Special Olympics, uh, the World Games there. Um, And in Abu Dhabi as well, I worked for the AFC Asian Cup. That is uh, Mm. like the second biggest uh, football tournament after the World Cup. Nice. Um, then after that, I think I was, uh, ah, I had um, a row in the R- Ryder Cup as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. for operations. Nice. So uh, you can either work for the events uh, during the planning phase or only like 
really short term during the operational phase. Yep, and yep. that will be when the event is happening. Right, um, right. So some people just like I, I had a break, like one yep. week of vacation and then went to Ryder Cup in Paris and came back to Abu Dhabi. Right. Yeah, yeah. After that, um, then I chose, I think, to, to come to Europe. Yep. And then it was not sports. So I went to right. a really cool job as well. I was working for the United Nations. Um, but <laughs> can't explain about that either, though. You know. No, no, not <laughs> at all. And like, it's it's doing the good. It's nonprofit. Yeah. So yeah. it's really rewarding uh, job. Right. But I was missing the passion. I was uh, right. missing a lot of this passion that I had for sports. I can yeah, still yeah. like my job, but yeah, yeah. it was not the same. No, then, um, end of 2018, no, sorry, end of 2019, yep. uh, I saw an, on LinkedIn an advertisement for HR manager for Extreme. Yep. And at the same time, I applied and I sent, um, I sent a LinkedIn message to Alistair Gosling, our CEO. Uh, saying that I was very interested and in, uh, explaining like really short, really briefly my experience in the sports industry. Sure. Sure. And we started talking, but right. then COVID came. Yeah, yeah. So it yeah. was right in the middle. Uh, right. I was in Saudi Arabia, by the way, doing uh, about to do another event to the Saudi national games there that were canceled right. by COVID. Um, <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then, of course, the all those conversations with Extreme had to slow down a bit yeah. um, until a few months ago when Al messaged me and said, ah, are you still interested to, to join us? I was like, of course. Right. And then finally, uh, I joined Extreme. So uh, was a... I think for in the sports career, you you change a lot, especially if you're working for events. But to be able to work for Extreme, I think is a bit of a, a, a goal that I, that I that I I feel that I made it because we are still a sport organization, but we are not only working with events. So right. uh, I can work here for a, I would say a longer term than right. only for a sport event. So that's right. a very a good bit more uh, long-term perspective, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because I think that's uh, one tricky thing about um, uh, a career in sports. If you're looking for stability, then I wouldn't say that's the most stable <laughs> kind of job, like yeah. uh, in the four, uh, past years, I've lived in four different continents, not even countries, but continents. Right, right. No, I, I, I get that. And I especially, especially when you work sports events, right? I think if you're on the operations or like event side of, of, of the sporting industry, I think you should definitely uh, be prepared for a lot of, uh, you know, <laughs> flexibility in terms of moving around and, and being sure. all over the place, I guess. If, if not, maybe that's not, I mean, like you can still work for like, uh, a professional team or something right and you can yeah. kind of like be based right or league or what it might be that are a little bit more yeah, or federation yeah 
so there's there's definitely options of course like that but if if you're like oh i want to work major events and events yeah you gotta you gotta be prepared to be all over the place i have i have a few friends of mine as well from from my school like back in san francisco and everything that went down that you know event route and they like you know one guy like he he's he worked a lot of golf events so he's been like all over the place with golf uh you know and then uh, i know like you know some people work with like the the super bowl so they've been like traveling to whatever whole city you know they're they're going to a little bit easier though it's like still in the u.s so it's not like too crazy but you know how u.s is like it's five hours to fly from san francisco to to dc It, it, it's nuts and you and you change the time zone for three hours who knew yeah. <laughs> you know like i got jet lag you know even like flying <laughs> from there um, it's almost changing countries like if you compare to europe it, it pretty much is like changing like yeah i don't know from wherever it is it's it's far you know it seems seems extremely yeah. far but um but yeah i mean like it, it's a super interesting story and and uh, we're gonna we're gonna dive a little bit more into sort of like now uh, i guess like the hr you know more like topic questions like tips and device for so for those that been holding on now and just waiting like where are the tips you know <laughs> i mean there's obviously a lot of stuff to learn from this already <laughs> but uh but yeah i mean like how do you like what do you see and, and i think like this is sort of like probably what um a lot of people are just thinking about now is like what do you see as the most common mistakes uh with job applications like what are some of the most common mistakes you see Mm, okay um i think there are two different types of job applications uh there are those applications that you're just like click 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 you're just applying you don't you're desperate for a job whatever yeah and you don't mind which company it will be and then you just apply and then you have your default cv and your default cover letter yeah. and then you apply with that so okay. just like generic stuff generic yes yeah. but if you see a job or if there is a company that you really want you really want that position you really want to work for the company i think one of the main mistakes is that people do not amend their cvs or cover letters Mm. in order to fit for the role in the company um so for example let's say i'll give my example uh my experience in hr is very generalist like i've been all over hr areas but let's say i'm applying for a recruiter position in a sports company then i'll get my cv and in my experience in each company that i had that i worked for i will highlight and i'll i'll make this all the recruiting stuff that i did to stand out so i will change a few things of course all true but instead of uh explaining more about the trainings that I gave and the systems that I implemented, I will say way more about all the things that I have done for recruitment, how many people I I recruited in this time frame. Um, And then in the cover letter, I will say, not only i'll write not only my qualifications but why do i want to work for this company and why 
my experience is relevant for this position. Right. So you got to spend time there. You got to sit down. You got to study the position, the job description, and then make sure your CV will really match with this. Right. And then you have a nice cover letter. Uh, the cover letter, not all the companies, they, uh, they ask for it, but it's nice mm. to have, especially yeah. if it's something really specific, if it's a place that you really want to work for. So write a nice one. And right. you do not need like super writing skills. You can uh, search on the internet, a lot of templates, and then yeah. you can start from there. Right. No, I, I think that's a really good advice. And I mean, like even me, when I was like, before I started the company and I was like a little bit on a job hunt, I would, I would say, I mean, like I, I found like a template that I just like, okay, this is me, you know, this is sort of like that. I feel like I can stand out. Like this is something that can describe me the best possible way. Just separate me a little bit. And then of course, as you said, like every job posting that you do and honestly for for me personally I, I don't care how many you apply for because of course like you can be interested in a lot of different jobs but make sure that every every application that you put in that you make it relevant you know and that especially exactly. in, as you said in the cover letter too like how do you solve how can you solve the challenges that they're they're asking for right the requirements that you guys have in the having the job posting yeah, and please, please read the requirements. Uh, let's say we say for this position, you need to have um, Photoshop skills. You need to know how to to uh, handle Photoshop. Right. Then you receive thousands of CVs with yeah. zero experience in Photoshop. And even if you try like a... Or for, okay, an easy one. You need to be fluent in French. Right. And then you read a CV, French, basic. <laughs> so <laughs> you yeah, just apply, yeah. you didn't, and then you realize as a recruiter right. that the candidate even bothered to read until the end. Right. <laughs> no, that, I mean, so like, please read. I think, I think what people sort of like, uh, I guess, the challenge here and if we try to like educate them somehow is that of course like we get it like you're you're in a position you want to get a job you want to get an opportunity and think okay i gotta apply and i gotta apply but rather focus on okay what are the i don't know top 10 or 15 jobs that i really want to do and do them well like do, yeah put down the effort to like write that cv write that cover letter well you know and this is like obviously why you know, Sporting Global is there too, you know, so like your profile is your CV, you know, so put in the information that you can. And then we ask everyone to write in a cover letter or type, like send in a cover letter to the organization. So you can highlight why do you exactly want to work with this organization? How can you provide value? Because again, as, as Bianca say, this is what you're looking for, you know, like how can you provide value to them? So this exactly. is going to be very important um and diving over into them okay say like okay you, you you started to get like some job application here so what are some of the top three four things that you are like okay this is sort of like must have or like stuff that i'm i particularly will look after when when you're evaluating candidates okay so when i receive a cv and a cover letter yeah first thing of course is the experience 
like okay what this person have done right. uh has done in their life um then second thing is why why you're applying like mm. imagine that you don't have uh, any experience in the role that you're applying to okay so why why right. do you want uh to work with us why do you want to apply what's the purpose that you have right. inside you to be applying for this job Sure. And then the third one, I would say, especially for the sports industry, is yep. a specific um, experience with the sports industry, or uh, it can be in the personal side. Okay, I'm a sales guy that always worked for, I don't know, for uh, banks. All right. But now I want to change to the sports industry. Okay. But why? And then right. I will see like in the bottom of your CV, oh, ex-athlete of um, climbing, I, I don't know. So right, right. there is something that I want to see there. If you don't have a specific, uh, a specific experience in the industry that yeah. I want to see in your CV, why you do want to work with us. That there must be something and something specific about sports and it's okay to, right. to put something personal like yeah. personal interests in your sure. cv it's fine and I, and i think it's very important what you're highlighting here too it's like for those that are like trying to like change their career from another industry and we always talk about this too like the ones that you know really wants to be part of sports they have either like you know been an athlete they they involve themselves in sports like somehow so even if you don't necessarily have that you know, experience yet working for sports, like you probably have done something related to sports that you're like, exactly. this is why I want to be part of it, you know, because I, I see the passion and I want to be, I like this industry, like it's giving me so much joy, showcase that as, as you said, because this is something that, and I think probably sport is very important that you, you, you are able to showcase this too. Because in an industry that are so passionate people, like everyone that's in sports, they love what they're doing and they want to be part of this industry for like all their life. I even said like me, I don't know what I would do if I couldn't work in sports. I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. Uh, it's like my only only choice. Uh, yeah, and... I think uh, I think I would be super bored to <laughs> go back to a like an old style corporation like oil and gas that I've seen <laughs> and I, I would be bored for sure. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but, but this is some really good good advice for like specifically what you're looking at. But but I think also like what you were saying is that for those that don't necessarily have that experience yet, you know, it's like why and maybe not in that job, like why exactly do you want to have that job? And and again, bringing up, okay, what have you done previously that could relate and like that again in sports like what is it about sports that makes you want to have that opportunity and again I think also from your side right it's like if you're bringing up some personal stuff then that's you know as a way of separating yourself yeah exactly looking into the future the beginner faces a choice that leads him to the triumph or not being surrounded by like-minded professionals can be the best guarantee that you actually take that crucial career step. Sport in Global is a digital network for sports jobs. It gives you the chance to be involved in the sports industry no matter who you are, regardless of gender, nationality, and experience. Our AI system matches up talent with human resources. 
Candidates who align with the company's values and needs immediately get shortlisted. It saves time for HR and increases the opportunities available to applicants. The platform identifies tailor-made recommendations based on user needs, so you're always aware of the possibilities out there right now. SportIn Global is a place where students gain key tips about jobs and build the valuable connections that are essential for people at the beginning of their career path. The path from candidate to champion starts with a single step in the right direction. Sign up to Sport in Global. Sport in Global, the best way to enter the sports industry. So for for you and extreme like when you guys are recruiting and, and as you said you've been through like a couple of processes even with sporting global uh recruiting and like what what are some of the key things that are important for you guys when you are recruiting so i can relate i can relate this entire conversation <laughs> to one word that yeah. i think is the thing that we that we really look for in a candidate it's passion yes passion to work with sports, passion right. to do that. Uh, specifically in this industry, you got to have that. And yeah. you don't need to be a, necessarily a, ex, a former athlete, uh, but you got to like, you got to like what you do. Uh, yeah. It's even like in my case, for example, I love working in this industry. At the end, of course, I love sports now. Yeah. Uh, but in the beginning, it's just because I love to work with people that are passionate about what they do. Right. right. So you gotta have one passion. There is one thing that triggers you, and yeah. that's uh, what we want to know. No, for sure. I mean, like, but then, like, my follow-up question is like, how do they showcase this passion, though? Like, how do you bring out to showcase that in a CV and a cover letter? Yeah, so uh, that's a really good question. Your CV and your cover letter are the first things that uh, HR, like we there in the other side, we will look at. So that's your business card. Yeah. So invest time again in your CV in uh, doing a, a good template. Uh, pay attention on grammatical mistakes, like misspelling, like basic things, right. but also how it looks looks like doesn't need to be all colorful and full of sure. uh, creative stuff but yeah. it needs to look nice yeah. maximum two pages and right. then again amend for the job that you're applying to i think that's the the most important thing um then okay if your cv and your cover letter they both stand out for us we'll invite you for an interview and well nowadays all the interviews are via zoom <laughs> It's right. not everyone that is prepared. Um, I think that is used to a Zoom interview because it's way easier when you're doing a face-to-face -face interview sure, sure. Um, to create empathy, like uh, then practice. If you are shy, um, if you don't know how to speak well about yourself how to sell you yeah, you're actually yeah. selling you right practice right. like go to <laughs> yeah talk, go to the mirror and then get your cv highlight the most important things have that you have done highlight the milestones of your right. career the challenges so think about everything that we could ask you like those 
a bit basic questions. Okay, the challenges you had, the whys, like why you went from this role to that role. Right. Why do you want this job? Because at right. the end, if you're a candidate, you're trying to convince me, right. you're trying to convince the HR or the person that is interviewing you why I should hire you. So right. it's not only going to a camera and saying, I've done A, B, C, this, this, and that. No. Right. So is knowing how to, inside your entire experience, how to pinpoint the most relevant things that are related to the, the position is how to present yourself, how to talk yep. in a camera or in person, uh, right. and how to sell yourself yep. to the person that is, uh, that is interviewing you. Because I, I want to know, uh, your experience, I have written the CV, but I, what I really want to know is why I should hire you, why right. you want to work with us. Like, uh, who are you, you know? Yeah, who are you, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what are your values? What do you stand for? Like, what, what makes you unique? You know, like, how yeah. can you provide value for extreme, you know, in this case? Exactly, exactly. Values are really important as well. Um, sometimes looks like, oh, okay, company values, do I need to read that? Yes, do. Yeah. Do read the company values. Uh, do read a lot uh, about the company before any interview, yeah. about the company, about the, the position. Prepare, yeah. prepare yourself. And I mean, prepare. like, it's funny, like, you, you talk about sales, right? And I mean, like, there, there's always, like, this blanket in, in sports, especially among the young ones. It's like, oh, I don't want to work sales, you know? It's like sports sales and ticket sales and all this stuff. And, and then what I always say, like, but, but come on, like, you're, you have to sell every day, you know? It's either, whether it's you or the product that you're working with or yeah. the service or what it might be, like, you have to sell at some point you are, you will always sell yourself at the end of the day. And, exactly. and in interviews, like, this is what you do. Like you're selling your passion, you're showcasing this. And I think also like what you were talking about too, is like, be prepared of some of like the, the typical questions. I remember actually, particularly like one of the questions I had, uh, you know, back in the day where uh, I, was, I was having an interview for a pretty big club here in Norway. And it's pretty close to like my my city, so they're kind of like competitors, you know, in a sense, like the rivalry. Yeah. So they are like, why would you want to apply for this job for this team when you're from the other, you know, <laughs> city, right? And yeah. and of course, like again, like it's a valid question. And I said, like for me, like I'm professional, you know, like all I care about is like I want to work in this industry, and I know I can provide value. Like I don't I don't care what kind of team it is, but I know like I can provide value, and I'm want to be professional so i you have to separate these kind of things too you know it's like yeah. what is your main goal like of course if, if you want to work for your favorite team and that's your only option then do whatever you take to do that but most people are not in that position where they can just choose and pick whatever club they want to be or whatever okay. team they want to be so you got to be okay but why can you as a professional you know actually provide that value and why is your experience and your personality relevant to whomever you're applying for and I think this is very important that you think about these things you know yeah. going into the interviews or even like when you're writing that application why are you relevant 
and I mean, like, I don't want to take over the conversation, but I, I feel like we're sort of on the <laughs> on the same page here. Totally, totally. <laughs> but you have to like, if if I'm saying anything wrong, just like. No, 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 you're not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm also kind of like curious of like if if there's a way you could share sort of like an example from like a great job application that you have received, like maybe with Extreme, maybe like before. Um, that someone that was able to sort of like separate themselves from the crowd. And I mean, like, obviously you don't have to share any personal details and like all this stuff, but sort of like from a general standpoint, there's like, this is, this is an application that you remember, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I was looking into, I think around hundred applications and one uh, had a special it was really again i'm saying that i'm being repetitive sorry in the <laughs> in this podcast but no one was so specific it was putting a lot of personal touch in the cover letter yes. um about the person that grew up watching the extreme uh channel and how the person was already um uh, feeling like feeling wonderful just to be considered for this position that would be incredible yeah. if uh, the person would be interviewed right so and then putting uh, it can be a bit cliche but they they were actually saying okay that's my dream job right. and that's why but then you yeah. explain why it's not only out oh, that's my dream job no you sure, explain sure. why yeah yeah and the connection the person at the end had so much connection with the brand and yeah. uh, for me, the application, I, I just saw, I was like, okay, even if the person had no experience in what right. I wanted, I at least was going to talk to the person. Like, just talk as a HR standpoint, sure. just to understand, uh, even if this position couldn't, wouldn't be a fit, maybe another one that we'll have in the future. So, uh, the this kind of application stands out because okay the person really wants the job here right. the person really loves the brand really loves sports really want to work with us and that's what we want because right that that's our business we want people there are so passionate as we are uh right. to join the For team sure. yeah then yeah then i i interviewed this uh candidate even the experience was zero in the position that the candidate applied to. And maybe, we don't know yet, but maybe we'll, we'll, we'll make my hire this person to do another thing. Right. No, I, mean, I think like also like going back from what you were saying where, um, you know, if you have like, okay, out of those hundreds, say like 80 of those are like generic, you know, like just people that just have been applying the like majorities. the same thing on like, you yeah. know, whatever it is and you have like you know 10 15 or maybe even five that just like you put down that extra work that extra effort you will be noticed so just imagine now when you're applying for a job use that extra 30 minute hour whatever it is read up on the company like do yeah. the work make it relevancy listen to this over and over again remember what bianca has been saying now like she's been literally giving you like hands-on tips on what you should do this is this yeah. is great i mean like 
and, and you have example now it's it's like this is what they're looking at like don't take it from me take it from bianca bianca is working this role <laughs> you know you don't have to trust me you have to trust bianca <laughs> so so i mean like it, it's very key and i really appreciate you sharing this as well and and if we're just gonna like sort of like wrap up here now um looking a little bit into like you know new like tips you have for new students like people that are like you know maybe haven't even you know apply for a job before like they're sort of like fresh out of school maybe like looking for the first internship or like now like okay i'm going into this big world what am i gonna do you know uh how do they separate themselves and what are some of the like key things they should keep in mind going out there okay. now i have a really important tip even if you are if you're just graduating or if you have already a career but you want to change yeah. uh, and you want to come to the sports world yeah i think one incredible point of entry is to be a volunteer yeah and a lot of people think oh no that's not relevant because you're just working for free right. no i know myself a lot of people that started as volunteers uh, they were doing other thing or they, they were still studying and they, they volunteered in the event that, were hap that was happening in their city or they even traveled to be a volunteer right. somewhere if you can. And that's already experience, that's network yeah. that you build. And that's really important in this industry, like I think in all industries, but uh, at the end we all know each other because yeah. we are all in the same uh, events and companies, so it we is. all know each other in this business. So a good starting point is to be a volunteer. Uh, and wow, I worked a lot with volunteers myself. I love working with volunteers. I love being a volunteer. Uh, so you have fun. You know a lot of people. If you stand out being a volunteer, someone can even invite you to a job later. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and then you can start your career in the sports world. I think that would be the biggest uh, tip. And wow, I think this year, hopefully, COVID will let us have more sport events. Oh, yes. Um, it's going to so, happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so be a volunteer. I think that's uh, the key thing to start like building a, a kind of experience in the industry. Um, the other tips would be like the basic ones for every interview uh, and everyone that is starting a career is how to prepare that we talked a lot today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, practice, study the company, study, study the job description, like read a lot, prepare before the interview. Right. Like what I like personally to do before the interview, I write down the most relevant things that I've done. I write, I write down like yep. the whys. So start with why, why I'm applying, right. what I've done in my career. So practice, I yep. think uh, that's really important. But if you are a volunteer, I think you can start building in this network. You can explain about your experience. You will have a knowledge on how sport events uh, or even like competitions, uh, sports competition. Right. Uh, happen um, so I think that's a, that's a very good one Absolutely. And 
yeah. No, so, I think it's amazing. Well, you have like some final final remarks. <laughs> yeah, no, just uh, as a remark uh, for Extreme, you can see our positions in Sporting Global yes. um, platform and also in our website. So we always have, um, and if you only want to send your CV and explain why you would like to to work with us, if you make your CV stands out, then probably I will. I will keep the CV in like a special folder in uh, in my computer, and once a, a position that it matches your skill uh, appears, then for sure we assess. Like I do that a lot. So as uh, right. HR, I think uh, that's important. So even if there is no position uh, that that is in your experience, skills, like your profile right, right. now, you can also just. Uh, invest in creating a good profile, creating a yep. good CV, and then sending uh, sending to us. I think that's important. Absolutely. Well, Bianca, I would like to thank you. Thank you so much for, for taking the time. It's been a fruitful conversation, a great way to start 2021. And I mean, like for everyone out there that have been, you know, listening and enjoying this, this episode, there's a lot of great knowledge. Uh, and uh and i mean like now it's just to put your put yourself out there you know embark 2021 applying for jobs you got the tips now you got the insights and like i said if you want to you know already looking for some great opportunities make sure to look at sportingglobal.com there's some great opportunities from extreme as well and uh, and like this video subscribe to the channel if you haven't already you know so you can get more insights knowledge from people like bianca sharing knowledge every week you know about things that will help you succeed so bianca thank you once again and we always finish with this not kiss which means see you later in norwegian so oh, okay. now you know some norwegian <laughs> thank you right. my pleasure thank you bianca thank you Thank <laughs> you.